1: Everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by Miss Sarah Faraja.
0: David Yantip, still have not gotten over the (laughs) fact that you are here in Hollywood. Um, so excited about our meetup, um, to meet in person because we've been talking for like over a year. Like Funny. we've basically been friends online for a year and a half and this is the first time we're meeting up. I almost feel like it's an episode of catfish. Like I hope I show up and you are who you I mean, I guess we FaceTime, so I know, but you know Maybe I'll try
1: to catfish you. Um
0: That'd be amazing.
1: Let me tell you something. Let Why? me tell you something. I am it's not good in Hollywood. It's not good in Hollywood. Um I am so hungover today. What? I'm
0: not, you not. I've never even heard you say you're hungover before. Really?
1: I feel like I'm always hungover, but with these shots, I've really curbed my drinking. Oh, okay. but last night I went to, a, listen, I don't know what you're doing here in LA, but I came, I joined a gym, recorded episodes. Um, I went to a dinner party last night at my friend's house in West Hollywood. And I was like, I was literally sleeping on the way there. I was so tired. And then I drank like 8,000 glasses of wine and, and a vodka.
0: Oh my God, what time did you get home? How did you go to bed? P.S., I have a 20-month-old and a husband. Not that my husband really requires that much care or would care if I went out drinking, but I don't know, once you have the kid, once you have a child, and everybody listening that has kids will know this, David, it is so hard to be hungover. It's like it's like an alarm clock at 6 a.m. and they cry. It's so bad. So now I just don't drink.
1: I didn't go to the gym today. Listen, I don't want to drink. I literally don't like want to and then I do. You know what I mean? When listen, when you look around that room and everyone else is in the bag, you're like why not? Why not? It's just that type of night. Like I'm not the drunk one at the party. I'm looking around everybody is the drunk one here. So just shut up David and just let yourself have a moment maybe of happiness.
0: Should, maybe you should do a West Hollywood AA meeting and just check in and just see like if you hit any of the marks.
1: You know what it is? I don't, but I would have needed, I would have taken you up on that like pre COVID, honestly, really. Pre COVID, I had questions about things. You no, know, I went like whole turkey during COVID. I didn't touch alcohol. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, literally, I was, I, I don't drink alone. I, and there's no shade to anyone that does. I just, Maybe I have social anxiety disorder. I don't know. But like, if you tell me like, I'm staying in tonight, I'm having a lovely night editing the podcast. Let me just have a glass of wine. No, thank you. I can't tell you in my Hamptons house and in my New York city apartment, I have bottles. I mean, cause you only you know, have people over. I'm a good entertainer. Bottles, bottles of alcohol that just sit there because I, it's only when people come over. I never touch the shit when I'm home alone. Never.
0: Okay. So um, I'm not
1: uh, an. Not that that's the only definition of an alcoholic. I mean, I I I really could stop. I could have like one or two drinks. It's just I didn't even drink that much. These damn fucking shots, ma'am. But anyway.
0: Okay. Yes. The all shots.
1: is not good in the hood now. Before we get into, I mean, let, listen. Let's start with this. This episode is going to air after January 6th. Oh. Period. So everybody, fucking deal with it. Today is January 5th. So tomorrow, Ms. Shah is being sentenced. By the time you hear this, we will know. So let's, we can reflect on this. We can say, just a week ago, that asshole David was so wrong. Or wow, David and Sarah were so right. Do you see the new evidence that's now coming out that they're saying is going to be that she had an affair? Do you see all this in the restraining order?
0: Yes, yes. And I'm wondering what you're hearing, but I'm wondering if this restraining order is stemming from what was it maybe about 2 months ago, someone had filmed her in Salt Lake City out you know with there were four or five people yeah. yelling and screaming at someone and just losing her mind. Now she alleges that it was over somebody saying a homophobic slur and she was defending a friend or whatever. But I I wonder now I wonder if it, it I first I thought it was related to that. Now it sounds like Did you hear the latest now it sounds like Jen Shaw was allegedly having an affair with a guy and and it was the guy's either wife or girlfriend who they kept going back and forth over text. Finally, Jen Shaw shows up to this woman's house at 2 a.m. And they get into whatever screaming match confrontation. Police were called and a restraining order was granted. So that's what I'm hearing. Is that what you're hearing? So I I initially thought this was from that incident where she was yelling at somebody in someone's face
1: outside of a restaurant in Salt Lake.
0: Now mm. we're hearing she could have been having an affair and it was the other woman.
1: Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that she was having an affair and that this woman found out. And just like what I would do, the woman was like, you know, I found out that my husband is fucking you. So isn't it just fair that your husband finds out that you're fucking my husband, like tit for tat? I I would do the same thing that this woman did. So my understanding is, I could be, because I write it very quickly, is that she sent the pictures to Sharif. I think she notified Sharif that Jen was cheating. And I think Jen was like, Hey, girl, I'm a narcissist. It's about me, Jen Shah. I don't care if you found out that uh, that your your husband's cheating on you. That's your problem, not mine. But you're going to let my husband know and try to blow up my life. Girl, this is about blowing up your life, not mine. I'm Jen Shah. I'm a narcissist. We don't ruin my life. We only ruin your life. So my understanding was Jen was pissed that this woman said, you know, I found out, shouldn't your husband know? And I mean, I would do the exact same thing. I would send the damn pictures. And then I guess I, I, my understanding was Jen was pissed that this woman just let her husband know, Sharif, rocked her own world. And then, yeah, showed up at the house. And then, you know, listen, it's not so easy to trust me. There's, you know, how many people I'd like to have a restraining order on, honestly. The list is very long. It's not so easy to get a restraining order, guys. So, I mean, you have to listen. Amber Childers, behind the Velvet Road podcast guest, Amber Childers, Randall Emmett's ex. She tried to get one. She was denied. So, um, you have to really. So, I mean, but yeah, this, it was granted. So, I'm, I think Jen showed up and went absolutely psycho crazy. Listen, listen.
0: This is not good, I don't think. Go on. I don't want to interrupt. It, it
1: can't help right so i wonder like the only thing i don't know right now is like is the are it seems like are they going back and amending their requests for 10 years i mean that's really the only thing she needs to worry about. i still think listen i say this all the time i really try to remain neutral i really don't like or dislike any of these people in theory you know what i mean like none of them i i well I actually do know quite a few of them, but there's not, you know, okay. So I guess I do. I just, I guess I do (laughs) dislike them, but I try to remain Ah! neutral. I still try to remain neutral per situation. There's just some, I, I don't know what it is. There is just something about this person. I feel no remorse. I feel she is possibly one of the most entitled like on patreon every weekend kim d says you know teresa's a narcissist teresa's a narcissist i don't know i don't really necessarily agree with that she thinks Louis is a narcissist i don't know if i agree with that i think this is one of the biggest narcissists there's something about Gensha i just don't like and she Jen, just rubs me the wrong way
0: and tom girardi there's they're con artists they're con artists and um No, I I don't think this is good for her heading into the sentencing. I also saw somebody snapped a picture of uh, Coach Shaw and Jen in the airport yesterday heading to New York City in anticipation. They both look great. Um, You know, I would love to know the truth of what's really. Wouldn't you love to know the truth of what's really going on in Jen Shaw and Coach Shaw's marriage? I always i i get so like I've been with my husband ten years. I get so jealous. You know what I mean. Like I feel like I could flirt with people tomorrow night when we go to the Polo Lounge. I'll be all over Kevin O'Leary. You know, but like I is it like, O'Leary yeah. or Leary?
1: O'Leary, oh, you got oh, this sorry, one right.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all over Kevin O'Leary. But, you know, I get so bored with men, you know, it's like, eh, blah, you know, and then I'm on to the next, you know, and so, like my husband is the only one that's been able to keep my attention. I can't imagine him flirting with anyone else. I would, I would have a restraining order on me. How do these people cheat on each other? Uh, how do they, I mean, and, and is Coach Shaw one of the masterminds behind this and she's taking the fall? Are they that in love? Like, I just want to know the truth. You know, like what I, is
1: really, I'm right there with you. Listen, I'm single for a reason. Like I, I, I don't under, I believe it or not, get old fashioned when it comes to this stuff. I'm not into the open relationship. Me you go either. cheat on me. To me, it's like, you're either, listen, I'm from over here and they would be friends with the Jersey girls. You know what I'm saying? You're either with me or you're against me. It's really, I'm that black and white as a person. You know what I mean? And as I get older, there's lots of shades of gray in there. Sure. But not if you're going to be my like significant other. Fuck that. I'm not putting. So I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't understand how all these people cheat and get over and no judgment, no judgment. Because I think if you, someone cheats on you and you decide to stay, then you can't really, you know, you got to work out your issues. You can't really hold it against them. And look, I mean, I, I get it. You have children and a whole list. So I am, this is, I am not judging. One thing I don't do is judge. It's just not for me either. So I, I get it. Listen, I think she is just, she's just entitled and just everything. She's just everything, to be honest with you. She's just a, not a good person. I still think Ten years is so fucking lenient to me. I don't think she is going to learn anything. And honestly, the only people I find to be a close second as far as disgust is the Chrisleys. I find this whole thing with them. Todd is 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 tripling down now. He's giving a tell all interview to to Chase. Well, it's your son, so I mean, does Chase even have a podcast? Savannah does. Are we going to do this on Savannah's podcast? I mean. I, of course, you do it on your kids' podcast for the ratings. I'm not. I'm not knocking that. But like, bitch, you shouldn't be doing a tell-all. He's saying that he's not gay, and the ex-lover is just making this up. I mean, it's like, well, shut up. You are going to him? jail. Deal with that.
0: I, I don't think he's gay. I don't think you he don't? has sex with that guy.
1: I I don't. I, uh,
0: I mean, what about Todd? Comes off as gay to you?
1: You're being sarcastic. <laughs> You're being sarcastic. I mean, Todd was on. I was like, when Todd was on my show, Todd I was like, probably
0: wanted to get with you. I mean, come on. Do we believe he you're absolutely correct. I love the analogy. This is why I love co-hosting with you. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. You're brilliant in so many ways. Oh but, I mean, gosh. just you know, you, you're right. Jen Shaw and the Chrisleys are on the same page in the same way, like 110 percent. And Todd is such a fucking joke, isn't he? He's just a joke. It's it's he's such a liar. Everybody knows he hooked up with that guy. What incentive would that man have to? That man blew up. The man up his would family. say
1: that Julie did it. Like, if you're not, I mean, it's, it's, it's you, you know, that's the logical thing to say, right? He blew up his own family. He has a wife and he's basically coming out as gay. I he's mean, go, come on, it, dude. He's going to,
0: I think he's going to jail too, or, you know. Is he, or
1: did he caught co- Because I mean, he caught a plea, I know, but that doesn't mean you're not going to jail. And by the way, can, I'm going to say something really controversial here. So Do everyone it. can. I don't know when it is because a lot of times these white collar criminals don't really like make my skin. But like, honestly, I'm not saying I think Mr. Girardi is a is a is a good man. I'm not saying Bernie Madoff. I mean, that's in my backyard, honey. That's New York City, Upper East Side. I, I know people that are affected by Bernie Madoff. I'm not saying he's a good man. Those didn't cut me like this. I wasn't disgusted by bernie madoff he did some bad things good you know more power to him and like i again it's like it's neither here nor here there is what i'm saying for me it didn't affect me like tom girardi doesn't really get there's something about jen Sean, the christies i don't know maybe i'm getting older and i'm, I'm getting more offended by things it's like really it's hard for me to get offended i don't so it's not like i'm like so sensitive to these things because Madoff, I'm like, all right, you know, okay, well, that's not good. I mean, look what you fucking did. You ruined people's lives. You're a scumbag, but it wasn't like keeping, there's something about Jen and the Christie's that I just, it's the arrogance. So there's this new company I discovered called Innovative Extracts. And just by listening to this podcast, They're giving my listeners 40% off their first order if you head to www.ie-cbd.com and use promo code VELVET at checkout. And let me tell you about Innovative Extracts. They offer a wide variety of CBD and THC products. You have so many options to choose from. And I love, to me, it's like they're like a one-stop shop because I need help with everything, okay? But listen, they have stuff for anxiety and a mood improvement, improved sleep, inflammation, pain relief. And I also like that they have like a lot of their products can, you can take them in a lot of different ways is what I'm trying to say. They have creams, vapes, gummies, and these drops that you put under your tongue. So whatever your preference is, they've got it. I mean, life is hard, right? We all need a little help sometime. They have a full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products. Everything's legal and doesn't require any medical card. And it's available to ship to most states. So it's as simple as this, just visit their website, i.e., And you get 40% off today by using promo code VELVET at checkout. 40%. How great is that? You know, we've had the pleasure of interviewing the icon that is a Snooki here behind the VELVET ROPE. I am so excited because the new season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation is back. That's right, it's Jersey Day. Listen, on Jersey, January 26th, the family is traveling from shore to shining shore. This season is honestly going to be the biggest family vacation ever. But of course, it's going to be totally Jersey. I mean, they go to Hollywood to support Vinny and Dancing with the Stars. They go to the Carolinas because Mike is competing in the Cornhole Championship. Yup, true story. This all leads up to a big trip to the Big Easy. They're going to make their way down bourbon street. And of course they're going to be fist pumping and there's going to be meatball milestones. I mean, we have Jay wow. And we have Dina. I I really can't wait for this season. I still love this freaking show, you know, and listen, from what I see, that's coming up, we're talking pregnancy announcements and an engagement. Oh my God. So listen, you don't want to miss this. Make sure to watch Jersey Shore family vacation. The new season premieres Thursday, January 26th at eight, seven central. Where else? Of course, on mtv once again jersey shore family vacation new season it premieres thursday january 26th at 8 7 central on mtv can't freaking wait for the new season i don't know and i didn't see that with the other i don't mean tom's in a home and he's 80 so you can't really see the arrogance i don't think erica knew anything i have no problem with erica you don't bring on the hate guys um Teresa didn't cut me to the core like I wasn't like you're a total scumbag I think Teresa just didn't know and she's the dumbest one of the dumbest on TV you know Juicy Joe okay you did this there's something about Shaw that just I think she's like just vile I think she's a vile person I'm sorry I just that's my I, I I can't help it I wish I didn't feel this way
0: well, I think too to your point. Although the Chrisleys kind of like screwed over banks, but I think like Madoff screwed over other rich people, right? Like it was rich people who thought they were a part of this very elite investing club. Well, turns out he was just funding himself. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look, I, you and I have said it. I feel like you and I were two of the first people to kind of come out against like, like the audience and say, guys, what Jen did is horrible. How are you guys rallying for her? And I. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I find her to be so fake online. All this, you know, social activism, I think, is such a front for, you know, she we've heard testimony from the victims. I mean, they were suicidal. Too late. It's too late. Everything. It's like, uh, give me a fucking break. And you're supposed to be some social justice warrior now. I mean,
1: she doesn't feel bad. I'm sorry. It's just no, you don't.
0: She wants to, I think she thinks she's going to write a book. But I mean, look at the Chrisleys. They're supposedly already being courted for a reality show while they're in jail.
1: I don't even know. How is that possible?
0: Well, again, how you can't believe, I don't know. You know, Todd could be. Because
1: the other other kids show that that there was shows without the parents. There was growing up Chrisley. There was spinoffs. They were all canceled. So
0: yeah, there you go. By the way, I was looking at Mark Braddock, who's the alleged lover. I, I don't think he did go to jail. and it,
1: I don't did, think so. Know? I think he got immune, pure immunity for, for cooperating and turning them yeah. in, the med, I think.
0: Crazy. Listen, but if I mean- you
1: are in, guys, if you're in any scam right now, for everyone out there listening that's in any scam, big or small, with a bunch of other people, As a lawyer, let me tell you something. A, trust no one, and B, you better make that move before someone else makes it. It's like being on Survivor or Big Brother. If you think someone is going to stab you in the back, I would say throw yourself into the fire and expose yourself and throw yourself into the fire because that is how you save yourself and you turn on whoever you have to to save yourself. And your family, and you have loyalty to no one but yourself and your family. Now you got me riled up with my hangover, Sarah.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm reading, Mark Braddock did get immunity and I love it. Thank you. And what a good warning for any of our scammer listeners. So there you Yeah, know. I'm just,
1: listen, I'm just trying to help here today. Um, in other news, what else do you want to talk about? Teresa, in addition to the Cardi. now they're saying she's posing with a fake Gucci, a fake Chanel bathing suit. I mean, listen, I have a lot of like, does anybody care moments today? I mean, does anyone care about that? Kim D. I actually was speaking to. I mean, she doesn't care if I say that she's an open book. She has no problem. Shockingly, guys, maybe she'll mention on Patreon. She has no problem with Teresa's fake, fake uh, Chanel. Yeah, she has a problem with buying a gift and saying here, here's my love. It's twelve thousand five hundred dollars, fifty thousand dollars total. And that's but she has no problem with like if you want to wear a fake Chanel, Teresa, knock yourself out. I mean, well,
0: you and I had this conversation, and I used to be anti-fakes, and now I'm sort of like, they look so real on TikTok. I'm like, I seriously want to buy the Cartier Love bracelet, the knockoff, the ones that, not the nail one, which Louis, which I have,
1: I have, you have the real deal, yeah. I mean, Listen. don't you
0: think it was so fake? And the girls, by the way, I think two of Teresa's daughters put up on TikTok images of the bracelets and then took them down. To me, that's like sign number one, they're fake. And then a publicist for them came out and said, well, it's the gesture that counts. You know, Louis loves the girls. It's a, well, to me, you're just admitting they're kind fake of. RTA that's bracelets.
1: Jim Leonard, lawyer, I think his statement was horrible. You're like, what type of lawyer are you? You're making <laughs> this worse. I mean, you go to law school to get trained to use your words wisely. I, I, I don't understand it no <laughs> ah,
0: well it's all fake her bikini is fake somebody who runs a fake website that sells knockoff Chanel put up the exact same bikini next to a real you know um Chanel one and Teresa's wearing a fake one and then people are in the comments well Teresa makes two million dollars I mean she, she does, does. But, you know when you live that life it's just four daughters. You know, Exactly. If I don't know if they're going to college, or they she- are.
1: Gabriella just got into something Indiana business school. Like, she's gotten to undergrad a business school like automatic afterwards, as so she keeps her grades up.
0: Well, she's probably not getting much in scholarship money. So there's forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. I mean, you know, two million is a is a lot of money. And I mean, I mean,
1: and, and and NYU is seventy five thousand, FYI. So co- colleges are more today than you better. You know what, Sarah? You better keep working at this podcast. You you want to have another fucking kid? Good luck to you. Good luck. Oh, by the way, by the way, you I have, have a, a filthy mouth, everyone. So I love the person who left the comments thirty five times on YouTube. Um, You know, no, I will not not say fuck in front of Sarah's child. They're very upset with me for saying fuck when you had your lovely offspring on last week. So
0: I got to go read the YouTube comments. I haven't read them in a hot second. I don't care. I said, no,
1: I said, listen, I'm a horrible person. Then they said, why is Sarah swearing in front of her own child? I said, we're horrible people. Like, if I'm sorry that you're just realizing this. It's, I cannot stop swearing. I apologize.
0: Please. You think he, like, I don't care, whatever. I
1: apologize. I mean, I would like to, It's sure. I will make that effort. It's, it doesn't usually happen. The word's going to slip out. I'm sorry. I'm old. I can't, like, there's no lobotomy at this age. Like, yeah, I am who I am. Just (laughs) let me be. I'm going to die alone. Let it be. Um, I I can't go and reprogram my existence at this age. You see what happens give lobotomy, okay right I've been watching a too much American horror story honey um Ryan Murphy you go um who do you believe in this oh, any Lisa divorce I mean listen they're saying two different things every day. he's saying listen I see both sides of it he's saying Lisa treated me like her servant. She refused to help me with the smallest request, yelled at me at a weekly, if not daily basis, established a life completely away from me, stayed out partying when I was home, criticized everything I did except working hard, shoved her friends who I disliked down my throat, embarrassed me in public in front of my friends, and refused to do anything with me. I mean, that's all possible, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm with you. I think there's probably truth to both sides. I mean, do I think Lisa was completely innocent in this marriage? No. And she knew who she was marrying. You know, I mean, they all want to marry rich. They all want to marry successful. They all want to marry, you know, the come up. So, I mean, in a way, like Lenny, I mean, Lenny's kind of interesting to me because Lenny has a lot to say, unlike a lot of the other housewife husbands, you know, who usually don't say much. Um, Lenny's out there giving his opinion. And I, how do you, I mean, you, you know, you've interviewed Lisa. I mean, you like, do you think it, I, I just think it's possible. I, I feel like that's 100% true. I, I never believe. And I've been in sit work situations, not relationships where, you know, for a long time, I thought I was the victim the whole time. And then I'm like, well, you did things wrong too. I just, I don't believe it's all him. I don't think that Lenny's like, I mean, Lenny clearly did not want to be with Lisa and he should have told her that the minute he had that feeling. I mean, it's so obvious Lenny was so, so over her forever. It's almost like it brings me back to like Kelsey Grammer and Camille Grammer, you know, when they were first on. Kelsey wanted nothing. He wanted to divorce Camille probably two years before they even got on that Beverly Hills, you know, reality show. Lenny to me gives me that same vibe, but.
1: Yeah, and did, I'm not saying he's, I mean, yeah. listen, I guess look, I mean, apparently he's, uh, yeah, look, I'm not taking any sides either. I still don't understand when people are like, you're not giving her money and you're freezing her out. I mean, again, that's where I start to get a little confused. If I were married to you and it were my money and we were getting divorced, uh, your credit card would be cut off before your fat ass hit the fuck before the door hit your fat ass. Yeah. So your credit cards would be cut off. If you were starving in the street and couldn't buy a roll of toilet paper and you literally had to lay your head down in the street, I would walk over you. Sorry. That's how, that's who I am. When it is war, I am that person. I'm a lawyer. What do you want from me? You can't help it. Yeah. Um, God, everyone's going to hate me today. But so I don't find that so offensive. Lenny cut her off and the credit cards, um, yeah, that's called like, we're done. <laughs> but I, yeah. And, yeah I mean, you're God, the, the the more I talk and the more I'm like, what did Lenny really do wrong? Look, I mean, if you like met this woman after you, you told Lisa, or if you met her before you met her before, but you didn't fool around until after even that's what do you do? I don't know. What, is there anything really that wrong? Yeah, it looks like a jerk on the show. I'm not saying I love Lenny Hoxton, but look, I feel bad for anyone going through a divorce. It's tough, but yeah, no, you get, you don't get a penny out of me if we're getting divorced. So I think it's yeah. two sides to everything. And she of course says he's trying to freeze her out and it's like, it's like, you know, financial warfare. Well, it's a divorce girl, buckle up. And by the way, whoever Marisol or Gertie or uh, Alexia, whoever gave her the advice in the episode when she was on vacation, you need to go and call every lawyer in town. I mean, that's how you do it. You call if it let me give you some more advice today, everyone. If your <laughs> spouse comes and is going to divorce you, you stay calm. You say, Oh, really? Listen, let's talk about it. Let's, I understand, but let's just like the least talk about this. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. You say this, it's fine. It's not about, and then this is good advice. And then, when your spouse leaves or you leave the house, you literally go and basically like to the top five lawyers. And just, if you could, this is financial, you basically retain all of them. And so you cock block the spouse from hiring the top five lawyers in your district. Granted, you can go to fucking, you know, wherever, but that's, that's how you do it. You don't react. You stay calm. Oh, you're divorcing me. Okay. Well it's yes. Of course it'll be amicable. We'll work it out. I understand it's fine. And then you literally get in your car and go to one lawyer, and then you go to the second one. You spend the next two days doing this, ideally a day, and you put that money down and you make the calls as you're driving, and you have your assistant call the other way, and you get that name in there. So when the phone rings and they're like, it's Lenny Hochstein, the lawyer gets on the phone. Sir, I'm sorry. I think this would be a conflict of interest if we speak, spoke. Oh, fuck. The second one, sir, this is a conflict of interest. That the third one, that's what you do, guys. Listen. Anyone wants to fuck with anyone listening to this show, oh, God. you call me. This is my specialty. Seriously.
0: So Were you ever married before? I mean, you seem like you're a pro in this divorce stuff.
1: Listen, I told you I've sued people before. Don't come after me, people. You trust me. It's not going to end well um I,
0: I have no plans to but i i, an I see red oh. I, I,
1: I like I, see red. this is what, this is what lawyers do if you draw a line down the middle and you're against me i am gonna fucking destroy you i'm sorry
0: i'm with you um, I'm, not, I'm with you i'm not against you i'm, I'm okay. part of the jersey group
1: fine um what? i have another moment of does anybody care i guess what? somebody gina kershenheider from the oc is married travis does anyone care does no, anybody not
0: care? One rip, you sent this to me. I read it. I was like, ugh. like, I don't know. I just, you know what? Here's another. Okay, let's give other advice. Let me, let me, I'll give sure. you other advice. Sure. Do, do after you get divorced, do not get married to the first person you date after you get divorced or like give your, and I think she did date some other people in between before she met him, but give yourself a couple of years. I mean, serious years. And I know her whole marriage with him is like had been dissolved or whatever a while ago, the, her first husband. But I just I don't know. I mean, maybe they're super happy. I hope they are. And I'm judging him. And, uh, you know, you can I mean, just I- call me a bitch. But I mean, I, do you like I'm just like, girl, what? You're like on a national TV show. They've been dating for a while. Right. And And I think he is like the second or third guy she started dating after her divorce.
1: At one point there was that rumor, I believe that she threw him down the stairs or or something like, you know, so listen, these people are all crazy, all of them. And it, look, it extends to the Kardashians. I mean, Chloe is with Tristan. I mean, I don't know. Can't a whole bunch, can't anybody just say, this is my house. We bought a house together or whatever. We're going to live together. Yeah. I, I kind of. I'm not in favor of marriage at all. So I'm the wrong person to ask. No, I've never been married. And I can honestly say I'll never get married. I mean, you can we can be together for the rest of our lives. I don't want a ceremony. I don't want anything legal. And by the way, I don't care if you're the love of my life. Here's some more advice. Well, maybe this might be that advice. I don't know, but never, never, never co-mingle accounts. I have my bank account. You have your bank account. Guess what? A, I live below my means. Two, I'm great with money. So when you fucking blow through everything over there, bitch, and we have nothing left, trust me, guess what? we're okay, because I got a whole stash over here. So just don't commingle accounts. I mean, here's the thing. We all love the housewives, right? That's all we talk about. Well, guess what? Now we have house guys. Listen, I honestly and truly have not been this excited about a reality show in like forever ever mtv friday nights you guys listen they're about to get fabulous because now we have some real house guys you know we're going to be covering this show in extreme detail here behind the velvet rope so this friday january 20th mtv is taking you inside the lives of six fierce west hollywood friends that's right, the real friends of WeHo. We have our good friend, Brad Goreski. Did you guys love Brad on the Rachel Zoe project? You get to see inside his marriage with Gary and see a side of himself that you just can't miss. We have Todrick Hall. I mean, listen, Todrick is ready to tell his side of the story. My God, there's so much out there about Todrick. I I loved watching him on Big Brother, I'll be honest. Television super host, James Vaughn, rising actor, Curtis Hamilton, Dorian Renaud, and Joey Zosdick. Do you guys know here's a little fun fact. Joey is really close. You know who Joey's really close with in real life? Our very own Miss Meredith Marks. So listen, you got to watch. It's listen. It's six gay guys in WeHo. Yep, that's right. So listen, if you love Housewives, you're gonna love this. Don't miss the Real Friends of WeHo. All part of MTV's New Friday Nights after RuPaul's Drag Race this Friday, you guys. January 20th at nine central on MTV. The, the most interesting thing with the OC. God, I am so arrogant today. By the way, um, they
0: were dating. I want to take this back. My advice was shitty, but they were dating for three. They've been dating for three years. You're right. Now I was trying to look at that domestic incident. What exactly that was this, by the way, their ceremony was like in the backyard. Their kids were there. He's got a couple of kids from a previous marriage. Um, you know, it just looked like a backyard shindig, which good for them. Um, more want, of it will, Yeah, keep going.
1: Boring. Do you want to know what the most interesting thing about, listen, it's just, it's going to be so sad to watch the OC to see Vicky pedaling around, trying to get her screen time and get herself back on the show. We have to deal with Tamrat back in our lives. I mean, I do think she'll bring something to the show. Queen Heather, Queen Heather Dubrow. Love you, Heather. The most interesting thing to me about the OC this next season is uh, Kelly Dodd versus Tamra at the moment. That's that's the most interesting thing to me. I even slipped into Kelly Dodd's DMs last night. I Indeed. drunk. a drunk. Oh
0: my God, stop. Well, he she posted was probably drunk something. Too. Yeah, was so I just wasted too. I
1: commented on something she posted. By the
0: way, do we think this is not good? I mean, you know, Travis and Gina, their incident where Gina allegedly pushed him down the stairs just took place, by the way, in June of 2022, not even a year ago. Uh, it was during a fight that broke out at their Orange County home. Travis's ex, Megan Mullen, made the accusation in court documents. She claims the physical altercation happened around April. So again, still not even a year ago in front of the couple's 10-year-old daughter, Priestley. Um, I don't know. All right. I, yeah.
1: I mean, mean, do they name him after Jason? (laughs) His daughter? No, I mean, like, I would name someone Doherty after Shannon. I love my Shannon Doherty um oh by the way Sutton is at her store you're not coming to the Sutton store with me on Sunday on I'm Saturday. so
0: depressed. I am on baby duty with my son that we curse in front of and I have to I mean I, I mean I guess I could bring KJ I mean it doesn't say no kid. maybe I'll maybe I'll roll up with my child and just put him in yeah. the store and say hi to you and Sutton I'm
1: going in for 30 seconds I just want to get a Sutton shirt and she's going to be there
0: Okay, it's in okay, I might it's on
1: WeHo on Almond. Okay, just come, you'll come for like 20 minutes. Yeah, um, we'll, come.
0: we'll come for 20 minutes. You,
1: I mean, you really should listen. We can talk about it on this podcast. We can tell everyone, like, oh, we saw we Kyle in Sutton. the corner. I,
0: I adore Sutton. So, I, like, I, you know, again, I I love Beverly Hills. I love all, uh, every single. All of the women. And I actually, I don't mind Crystal, although I've said like, I just find Crystal to be the least interesting and wouldn't be surprised if Crystal goes, wouldn't be surprised if she stays. But I love Sutton and Garcel Sutton and Garcel make it. And I mean, Sutton and Garcel, especially Sutton, like seeing Sutton give it back to these women, it was what we needed. It because,
1: was a great season because of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Fox Force five were so tight and now, or four, whatever. And, now I love seeing Sutton. I love Sutton. So I, I can't wait to see her in real life.
1: I have something else to talk about. I don't know if you, okay. So then come with me on Saturday for real. Just break, you know, come for 10 minutes. I know, I'll just minutes. Bring my son, yeah. You'll get the Sutton shirt. You'll see me buy it. We'll, we'll laugh and then we'll go our separate ways. Okay. Um, Stassi Schroeder, I mean, does anyone care? She's talking on her podcast about she wants a second baby. That's sweet. Oh, me too. just that she is just done hanging out with the ex Vanderpump people that she's not friends with. And, uh, you know, she's so happy that she is not forced to hang out with these people anymore. I mean, is that like a big revelation? Does anyone really still care about Stassi? I mean, she has plenty of followers. I mean, you know.
0: So, you know, I guess you, you're better. You have a pulse on this better than I do. I never got into 2. Vanderpump. 7. Even though you say that Vanderpump Rules at its height was probably the great, one of the greatest reality shows ever. Never, ever, ever, ever got on board. I I actually really didn't even know who Stassi Schroeder was until Taylor Strucker, who I really love, who's a podcaster, like came on my show and they're best friends. I, I didn't really even pay any attention. So I don't. I don't even know. I mean, I and and where is Stassi's podcast now? Is it she must be distributing it herself? So I guess I it's just think
1: like- I think it's off Patreon only, and I think it is back oh. on Apple. I think she got oh. back on Apple. Listen, I got nothing against the girl. Um, I stand by that. The best reality shows of all times, like Laguna Beach, The Hills, um, Selling Sunset, and at its height, yes, Vanderpump Rules to me at its height was, I would say maybe the best show that was ever on Bravo. Really. It was so much going on. It was real friends and everybody is sleeping with everyone else. I mean, you have to move so fast to see how this all works. People were all sleeping together. Um, Yeah, there was a lot going on. It has had a major, major fall from grace. Love my Lala. I really am hoping the new season is good. I just am not so excited for it. I'm not so excited yeah. for it. That's all. So we're going to have to see how okay. that all plays out. Okay.
0: Okay. I, I'm, I'm not
1: sure that I really care about Stassi and her, sorry, Bethany Frankel's popping up. Um, She's talking okay. about bagels. Um, I, So yeah, I don't know, but I mean, a great Stassi have another kid. I wish you well. Um, anything, what else is keeping you up at night? Let me see here. What else? What other well, I you told have? you, you know,
0: I'm sort of in a feud with Karen Huger. Um, oh, the, talk
1: to me about this. This the, is interesting.
0: The grand dame. So I, I, you know, how my, everybody who listens to the show knows how much I love Potomac. I was watching, I actually had gotten a tweet from, um, uh, you know, a listener to my podcast. And she said, you know, she tagged Karen Huger on Twitter and she said, Karen, I believe Sarah Frazier had done live podcast recordings at the DC Improv long before you did. So I'm like, "Hmm, okay, what's this about? So I go and watch the episode and essentially Karen Huger goes on to say that she's doing like a live night with Grand Dame show at the DC Improv, which is a very famous, famous comedy club in Washington, DC, been there for like 30 years. And she says, I am the first non-comedian to ever perform at the DC Improv. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like for years, I mean, I started my podcast at the DC Improv, literally and truly. Like I I am friends with the owner. I love Allison Jaffe so much. And so I had seen her at Fox 5 DC and I said, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And she was like, why don't you do it at the Improv? I was like, oh my God. All right. So I, for years, for two years, I recorded every single week daily or almost daily a show like my podcast. And then I did live shows there. And so the Grand Dame does this whole scene with, you know, the Black Bill Gates and her assistant or whatever about how she's doing this show. And she's the first woman. I'm like, excuse me. No. So I've just made a video yesterday and everyone was like, people were like, yeah, I was at your show. Not only that, it's not just me. The DC Improv has welcomed people. It just, I guess the blatant lie of it was so funny to me because has the grand
1: dame responded yet and come for you. The
0: grand dame has not responded, but I plan on making a second video today, day two of waiting for my apology from the grand dame.
1: Milk it, bitch. Milk that I'm gonna shit. Milk
0: the fuck out of it. I'm gonna milk, milk the, fuck the out cow. Of it. And by the way, I mean, the DC Improv has had like talent shows there with local news people, they've had psychics there, they've had magicians. I mean, come on, it's like it's just the most ridiculous made-up line. I don't know if it was her line or a producer line, but I'm like, give me a break, Karen. There's nothing you're doing is groundbreaking.
1: I'm looking her up right now. No, guess what? Because she's doing another show in Philly. I have something to say about this. Um,
0: What do you have to say? This
1: show, is she calling it The Grand Dame and Friends? What is it called? I mean, she better not call it because fucking Countess will come and sue her ass. Um, Hold on. Let me see something. Karen Huger, official Karen Huger, so she's doing her second show an evening with a good, yep, grand dame and friends. Countess. Hey, sorry, get the countess on the phone. Hey, Lou, you got to sue Karen. So she did this in New York City. And guess what? Yeah. I was invited to the grand dame's show in New York City by her team. They said, you are major. You have a podcast. You we should be
0: hosting you. it. Guess, well,
1: guess what? Here's, this is no shade. I said yes, because I mean, we say yes to everything, right? And then the day came for me to attend the Grand Dom's live (laughs) show in New York. And guess what? Guys, I wasn't in New York City. So I did not attend the Grand Dom show. And I never called anyone to say I wasn't coming.
0: David, why?
1: Is that bad?
0: Yes, because they're probably, yeah, because they're probably banking on big, People, big oh, personalities, and stars like you to go there, and they want you to social media about it. They want you to. Oh my god! Out. What? You're oh, never gonna shit. be invited again. Don't. Are worry. you kidding I
1: mean- me? I'm sorry. Like it's not. It's not. I wasn't. There's no arrogance in this. I just wasn't in New York, and I couldn't no, attend you the grand slam. You I try. figured like if I just didn't show up, who's going to really know if David Yoncef oh is there. God. And if I call and say I'm not coming, it's going to call attention to that. Although yeah. now I'm talking about it on this platform. And so everyone's going to know. And then it's just, um, you know, yeah. And <laughs> we're not editing it out. But she had a, a show Tuesday, 11, 15, 22. The God On Dom with Crystal Waters and Kennedy Davenport is a great drag queen. So I'm so sorry to Karen Huger's team that I was not at the New York show. <laughs> I and love thank you Keegan. for the invite.
0: I love me some. I, I love Karen. Karen's been on my podcast. She was great. She was she was amazing on my show and I'm honored she did it. She doesn't do a lot of interviews. I just, I thought that line was really funny because I'm like, okay, come on. There have been so many performers, including myself, long before Karen, who were not, I mean, I am, I'm sort of on the cusp because I've always done morning radio. That's been comedy. I've always, I've done improv. So, you know, but- You were
1: so. you were a big deal in- uh... You were a big deal in D.C. over there. Back in
0: the day on the uh, Kane show on morning radio.
1: And now, welcome to L.A. It's a doggy dog. Yeah, now, now,
0: exactly. I got to get hustling again. I I don't know. I got to do something or show my butthole on OnlyFans, one or the other. But
1: those are all good options. Um, All right.
0: I have to love you and leave you, though. Really? Yes, David, you know, things are busy here. in. I know,
1: and we actually did a longer episode, the last one. So we're going to say goodbye to everyone. Listen, this is, and I'm hungover and I'm miserable. So... (sighs) Follow we'll behind the
0: all, And follow us on social media at Behind Velvet. Oh, do you know who
1: I'm meeting tonight? And who I'm having every, dinner with tonight.
0: I want people to follow our dinner tomorrow night that we're having our dinner and drinks. Okay, yes. Who okay, are you?
1: Bye. Tonight I'm having dinner with the one, the only Patty Stanger, millionaire oh matchmaker. My God.
0: Well, give Patty a big hug for me. I want to meet Patty someday. I, I love you Patty will. was a legend. Patty was a legend back in the day on television. Back Patty's in- like
1: my yeah. real friend, like not, not industry related. I talked to Patty like a hundred times a day. So Wait a minute,
0: but does Patty still have a matchmaking company at all or no? Is she out of that?
1: She does. She, she does. She just asked me yesterday, you know, are you looking for someone? I'm like, Patty, we're not doing this right now. Oh, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, no, I speak to her, you know, I was on millionaire matchmaker. I told you that before, was yes, yes, so I, remember, I remember. go, go and find that episode. Everyone from 2010, Jesus fucking Christ, 2010, um, Just
0: a baby 10 years
1: ago, oh, everyone's going to get upset now, by the way, before we go, this will be very yeah. quick. In addition to people being really disgusted with me about saying fuck in front of your child, people were disgusted that when I did a Patreon show with Kim, I said, Kim, Merry fucking Christmas. Apparently saying Merry fucking Christmas to certain people. I mean, you're you're reacting. Apparently you're offended. On they were,
0: Christ's birthday, the day that Jesus was born.
1: Is that bad?
0: No, I, I'm not offended. People, but I and I said, I told people- them
1: to fuck off. I said, fuck off. Like that's not meant as anything. They said, how would you feel if I said Merry fucking Hanukkah? And I said, great. Like that sounds great.
0: what if we said happy fucking Hanukkah, David? I mean that that kind of is like, oh, Hanukkah. You know, I get what
1: you've never heard anyone say merry fucking Christmas. I've heard a lot of people say that. Well, apparently I offended all sorts of people by saying that. I'm not, I I don't apologize. I don't. I'm sorry. Don't
0: apologize. I am never I am not offended by that at all. I'm not like at least I
1: say things like I wasn't upset with Bernie Madoff. That I understand come for me, tear me into pieces. I mean, but when I said Merry fucking Christmas, I didn't realize that was uh, something that was going to offend someone. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but I'm and,
0: not offended. Don't and, apologize. And
1: God, it'll be God, like the look on your face. I'm like, I think I'm about to offend someone else right in front of me <laughs> no, here today.
0: No, you're not. You can never offend me. I know. I just get why, you know, oh. anytime people are talking about Jesus or religion in general or Muhammad or, you know. But I, I didn't
1: mean- say like Jesus Christ is a fucking asshole down with him. <laughs> I said, Merry fucking Christmas. I don't. Isn't <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with that. There's nothing. Uh,
0: I feel like there are Christmas cards that say it. I just, I'm saying, I under, I, I. People are offended by everything. Whatever. Who
1: to everyone is. listening to this episode, I apologize for everything I've said on this episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, get over it. And I love okay. you.
0: I cannot wait to hug you tomorrow. Okay.
1: See you at Polo Lounge, Beverly Hills. I'll see you there. She, 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 she. she, she, she. Bye. Bye. Bye.